guys, and welcome back to Rerun Replay, the show where we turn back the clock and rewatch television and movies from our 80s and 90s childhoods to see how they hold up in 2020. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Max, and I'm joined by my co-host, also as always, CM. Hi, CM. How's your quarantine? It's a quarantine. I'm over it. Yeah. Uh, the... We got yelled at by cops today. We, I don't think that I was... I don't think they were yelling that at us. That wasn't for us. Uh, it was like all the way down the street, but you assumed what that that say? was like for us. He, he was like, gentlemen, s- spread apart. <laughs> he did not say that. No, he He's that. like, uh, six feet, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, six feet. But uh, again, like, we, and they were, go, boop, boop. we were on the other block and there were a group of guys on the previous block. I didn't see the guys. You, yeah. You assumed they were talking to yeah. us. It was weird. Yeah. Well, they also drove through the least populated neighborhood. I mean, not, not that they're least populated in the sense that there's not a lot of people, but this neighborhood is very pedestrian and very suburban compared to the rest of New York city. Well, okay. I mean, I, here's the thing. I didn't have a problem with it because, you know, we're doing our due diligence. We are keeping six feet apart from people. If there's a reminder, fine. It was a little bit, um, militaristic, I guess. Yeah. You could say, uh, but whatever, we hope that you are safe. The road is long. We will get through it together. Together. You're leaving me hanging. Together. Um, we decided uh, for this week's uh, movie or television show to revisit um, in honor of Scoob, which is currently streaming on, um, I think... It, Whatever, it's streaming somewhere. It's for purchase and rent. Yeah, you can rent like it, on you Apple can purchase Plus, it. Different things like that. Um, if you hate movie theaters and you want all movies to be released this way, you should probably support it. We're not sponsored by the movie, just stressing that. Um, Wait, you're, but you're saying go see the movie? If, if there's someone out there who hates going to a movie theater and wants more oh. movies to be released digitally, first and foremost um then that's you know hey man you vote with your wallet in certain ways um we uh went back uh to uh rewatch the i would say youngest movie we've actually ever gone back to uh and we are revisiting scooby-doo on zombie island scooby-doo zombie Island. it's not on zombie island no oh it's just scooby-doo zombie (laughs) island that's it from 1998 yeah we haven't really done anything this young uh, mm, oh gosh, I'd have to like think about it. I think we, mm, we've done a lot of 80s TV shows. Movies? This? No, we did. Wait, isn't Popeye was um older? Yeah, oh, I'm saying the youngest thing we've reviewed. You mean in terms of, of like age, age demographic? No, like this is the youngest movie this is the new, I'll say it like this. This is the newest movie that we've watched. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> okay, cool. Is so, that clear for you too now? Okay. I, yeah. Is it clear for you? Uh, our dog in honor of this movie is here as well. Um, so yeah, we went back and watched Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. Um, just to give you a little rundown, we'll start doing a synopsis at the beginning of the episode. Uh, thank you, IMDb. Which is his responsibility. This is mine. I'll take it. Um, the mystery gang reunite and visit Moonscar Island, a remote island with a dark secret. Daphne wants more than just a villain in a costume, and they get more than they ever expected. Yes, Ooh. it's a gay disco. Ooh, there's Can not I... that in this movie. 
imagine Moonscar? It was like Scar from the Lion King's like disco, like midnight disco party. That I wouldn't tune into that one. Though I don't know why that popped in my head. He is a bit of a gay character. I would say yeah, Scar. He's a He has no is mate. A, uh, Foppish? Is that the term? Foppish? Yeah. Or... Kind of like that traditional Foppish? like gay villain character. They're supposed to be comedic. Uh, the yeah. That's a great Scar impression. <laughs> it's my Jeremy Irons. Yeah. It's almost as good as <laughs> your any accent. Which accent did you do in a previous episode? I did all of them. I can do all of them. <laughs> right? All the accents. Um, I'm you... Meryl Streep. You... <laughs> Meryl Streep, do you want to be on this show? Please write us. That would be amazing. You're not doing anything right now. Um, did you? Watch... I would ask her so many questions. Well, okay, Yoda, you're hogging the spotlight. Um, did you watch? How's this... Mamie Gummer? No, I'm kidding. Did you watch this movie? Did I watch this movie? Did you watch this movie? I don't like, think I had a choice. Were... We only have one TV. Oh, I think he had that coming though. He was teasing me first, right? Did you watch this movie as a child, <laughs> as a <laughs> as a chubby child, as you were? As a chubby child, I did. Uh huh. I blame this for my overeating. No, this is not the cause of your overeating. <laughs> you described what you used to eat, and it was not. It what was being shitty. La creme de la creme. Yeah, it was a lot of cream. It was a lot of cream <laughs> on cream. Um, <laughs> luck for that guy. We're not, not, not going to touch that. Uh, um, I I remember. Okay, so I. Oh, okay. I don't remember ever seeing this movie. By the way, that's what we were getting at. I've never seen this movie. Okay. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll see a scene in it that'll go, oh, yeah, I do remember. No, not a thing. Hmm. Not a clue. But you watched the cartoon as a kid? Yeah. Like the old we, school cartoon. Yeah, because I think at one point there was a Hanna-Barbera channel on cable. Was it? I'm almost, I think it was called Boomerang, but oh. it showed all Hanna-Barbera stuff, like Flintstones, oh. all that stuff. Some of the best cartoons on television. I don't think Boomerang was specifically Hanna Barbera, but they no. must have had like exclusive rights for all of it because they had oh, yeah. it was I mean, all they on had there. all of it. I yeah. just think there was more stuff. Yeah, I maybe. could be wrong. I don't know. By this point, already Boomerang is like what fifteen years old, twenty years old. Uh, it's a, a long that. time ago. It's not young, we'll say, or it's it's not young. It was a callback to when you were. Confused. I know. Um, I do remember this movie. I don't remember it being released anywhere other than like Cartoon Network, I think. Straight to um, VHS? I don't know. I mean, probably. Yeah. Um, I watched it when it was aired uh, on the small screen. Um, the small screen. And it's funny because like I didn't even really grow up like super enthused with Scooby-Doo, but I remember seeing this and being like, whoa, they redid it. They like, Scooby-Doo's reborn. It just, it seemed. What was redone? Well, and we'll get into that. <laughs> but like, you know, back then to me, yeah. like. The animation's a little bit darker. I mean, it's cleaner. It's newer yeah. animation. The characters are redesigned. We'll get into slightly, that slightly. as well. Yeah. Um, so, in you know, and then the soundtrack. The soundtrack is like a big thing about the Very movie. Very 90s. Yeah. Super 90s, which I don't hate. Are we talking about that right now? I mean, I figured we could kind of go through the plot and kind of get to it. Because the thing is, the movie, in a weird way, kind of... Oh, and mind you, this is actually before the the live-action movies, the James Gunn-directed movies. I didn't know James um, came Gunn out. directed it. Yeah, uh, from Gardens of the Galaxy, um, the upcoming Suicide Squad movie. So are you telling um, people they should watch this? The Freddy Prinze Jr. Michelle Geller Scooby-Doo? So here's the thing. When we were talking about like what movies to watch, we did talk about like, oh, we should do something a little bit relevant. Um, yeah. Scoob is about to come out. And I was like, oh, we should actually go back and rewatch the live action movies. I kind of have wanted to 
to, to see them, see how they hold up. Um, but they are not from the 90s. They're from like 2002, I think. About, yeah. Yeah, and so like... We're trying to stick to the 80s and the 90s. Because there's a bunch. I mean, yeah, there's uh, so much. If um, ever we finish the 80s and 90s, maybe we'll move on. Yeah, maybe. And that'll be the first one that we go to. You heard it here first. Go support James Gunn, you guys. When he releases Suicide Squad, go watch it. It's going to be so much better than what they had before. Uh, I would love to see the director's uh, edition of that movie as we are going to see the Justice League. Oh, is that going to be a trend version. now? Well, no. I mean, everyone it, cries it, on the internet and everyone gets what they want. Hey, look, uh, we have apparently two differing uh, thoughts on this. Uh, hey, man, the people who wanted the, that version of that movie for years now, good, good on them. you. You got it. No, I'm not hating on them, and I think it's great. And and a, and a, a little part of me was like, that movie really freaking sucked. And there were parts of it while I was watching, going, Ooh, wouldn't it be amazing if this then happened and this happened? And I. I'm curious to see if those were things, the reason why I thought them in my head was because maybe it was part of the film and part of the vision, but it got axed out at some point during the editing process or with producers getting involved and the studio and stuff like that. So I want to see what the director actually envisioned. Yes. And that's, I'm curious. That's kind of the thing. My, my only stake in this is, and I actually enjoyed watching Justice League in the theater. It felt like I was watching a, you know, real version of one of the cartoons that I grew up on. There's good and bad with that, right? With that said, I'm always about uh, the uh, producers should say the hell out of uh, the conception of this movie. You hire a director, let them do what they do. You know, that's why you hired them. Uh, I think Marvel does this really well. I think their best movies, they let their directors go. And the ones that are not so great, either the director doesn't have like a really clear vision or they've kind of, you can see the input there you know they've got a few little issues here and there anyway back to scooby-doo the vision of scooby-doo zombie um, island well so this movie starts out with a flashback scene remember it's oh, in the gosh. castle in the castle you know there's like the kind of frog like oh like it's, chasing it's, them it's to me that's like the title sequence of the tv show yeah that's what that was yeah exactly yeah. but it's kind of you know we are going back um to like the gang has all of their regular outfits on. It's just we're basically like jettisoned yeah. into a chase scene. And we have the uh, like a redone version, but a very classic version of their theme song. It was like slightly too unclassic for me because it started. And a part of me when I heard the melody really wanted to hear the old one. The old school original, like almost like the monkeys kind of Beatles swing to it. And this was like super 90s. I thought it was pretty much that. No. The rhythm and beat. (laughs) Hey, anybody out there that's hearing this from him right now is going, ugh, comment, 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 thumb down, thumb down. That's you with your computer always. I don't do that to people. All right. Well, if I have anything bad to say, I say nothing at all. Oh. No, you hide the it, internet. you bottle it, and then you tell it to me. Yeah, God, that's your job. vile things that come out of your mouth. The cream on cream things that come out of your mouth. Um, I thought, <laughs> thought it was. I thought it was basically the same thing, but like you're supposed to get the old school cartoon from You get it. the feel of it. You know? It has the swing to it, but what kills it and what makes it contemporary and doesn't kill it. It makes it 90s, which for an audience in the 90s yeah i'm sure it was great but i just i i'm i'm always liking the old school version of things like i like old school music theater i like older films 
like in the way of like traditional effects as opposed as opposed to the CGI effects. Like I like things like that. I like hmm. tangible. I like raw looking kind of. You know, well, this was because that's the heart of it. That wasn't this. This was very clean, well, and very. But that's the animation as well. Yeah, and know? and this was like it's Scooby Doo, but with like, it's like the music writer of Fresh Prince Bel Air wrote it. It's it a like, bu- they have a budget. I don't even know how to do the rhythm. It was like hip hip hop, not even like like Vanilla Icy, maybe a little Vanilla Ice to it. Honestly, for like all of the other songs of this movie, I'm totally there with you. Not for the opening. Like there are the three opening so- is the three theme songs, song. right? There's three songs. I think from what I can remember, there are all three montage. Major- yeah. Uh, totally. 90s yeah. montage. Lots of montages in this movie. Which kind of At least three of them. Um, so, you know, we, a typical thing happens. Uh, they're all getting chased. They almost die. They, the monster gets knocked over. They pull off the mask. It's a guy. I would have gotten and it's away their with kindergarten it teacher. No, no, it was something about, he was counterfeiting money. He had green on his hands. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Um, and then, you know, I would have gotten away with two for work for you meddling kids. And you're right. dog. And I think they say that a lot in the series and the cartoon. Yeah, I think that's, that's what a line every that's villain very, says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden we go to the present where Daphne is being interviewed like on a talk show, a daytime Chris, talk show. An African American strong woman. Yeah. Like a she is very much a Wendy Williams type. She talks exactly like Wendy Williams. Oh, she does, yeah. 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 Um, even before Wendy Williams was Wendy Williams, actually. True, true. To uh, be maybe fair. she was on the radio at that point. Was she a radio maybe. person? Yeah, she is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm not that familiar with her career. Well, to be honest. Um, uh, so we get there. We find out that I mean, there's so much exposition in this one scene, so much to the point where the talk show host is like, "And you guys split up, and now everyone's doing something different, and you want to see ghosts? Really? What are you doing? You're doing another project with ghosts? And I hate da-da. when they do. Right. Like oh, and your producer is is Freddie, and like. So here's the funny thing. We find out that they've all split up. They've disbanded. We don't know why. They just have. Um, They don't ever tell you either. No. Well, the funny thing is, like, uh, we find that out. Daphne says that she misses the gang. Mm -hmm. Freddie has an idea. Immediately. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then we find out that, like, Scooby and Shaggy work in customs. They're, like, immigration custom officers, but they're, like, checking baggage. Yeah. And they're like tearing through it. Yeah, they're just searching for food, basically. And then they That's eat it. it all. Yeah, it was it was really ridiculous. Yeah, I found it funny that that was his job, but they were like, "We have to make this a cartoon, so it can't be so serious." So he found what like a wheel of cheese. Yeah, that was like the size of his head, and then they went and ate it. Well, the entire like uh, confiscation room for this airport is like there's like meat hanging from the ceilings yeah. and cheese everywhere, and it's like. What is everyone coming? Like, is this a, like a grocery specific, like airport? What is happening? I have no idea. Um, uh, oh, and then Velma just like works retail. She sells so, yeah. books. So they're showing vignettes of where they are now, kind um, of situation. Yeah, as Freddie's thinking of them to bring them all together. And the funny thing is, like, it would be kind of interesting if they had been split up for a while. But this gang has been like is legitimately age. split up. They haven't. They didn't age, but they are split up in the movie for about five seconds. They're immediately back together again, and yeah. like, it, there was almost no point in breaking them up in the first place. Well, they could have. The, so that whole chase scene they had at the beginning, someone could have messed up, and they could have broke up right there. That could have been the breakup scene. Mm-hmm. And then they go to her, like continue on where they were, where they were in the interview with yeah. Chris between Daphne and Chris, the interviewer. The funny thing is, it would be interesting because I think that is what happened in the live action movie. 
I don't remember. It would Maybe. be. Yeah, I think. I think so. It's what's the easiest. It's the easiest thing to do with that group. But yeah, I mean, you know, they someone did messes it, up and break them up. Yeah, they did it with the Muppets. Um, they did it with the Flintstones. No, they didn't. They did it with the Mighty Ducks. Are you saying they almost divorced? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, there was that <laughs> scene where uh, Fred divorces Wilma because he's in love with Barney, and then Wilma and. Um, Who's the other oh, one? Oh, 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 okay. Who's Wilma's friend? Betty. They just moved to the vacation Betty. house together. Wilma. Yeah. <laughs> That's my voice. That's great. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Um, so the whole thing is, is well, it happens all very quickly. Yeah, there's no But point. it's also a cartoon, and I think if we were watching it in 98, we would have cared less. Mm. We would have just been like, okay. They're, they were split up at some point for some reason, and now Fred, because he's such a good open boyfriend he's not they uh, open okay i say that because the whole okay we're going ahead of ourselves well but here's the thing fred and daphne are incredibly boring they're super boring characters they're not a couple okay so there's nothing interesting about fred and daphne they can't even make anything up the only thing that they can do is like we're gonna have like a will they won't they romance and that is legitimately it with that said, they are the only two characters to get costume redesigns. They have new costumes. Oh, uh, yeah. Fred's not rocking the ascot. They actually do kind of well, have a joke Well, that's because they there. have real jobs. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess. Poor but, Velma, she well, owns the bookstore or no? No, we don't own that bookstore. It's a mystery bookstore. I want to know how many books on mystery there are. It's just like the same five books, just like tens of millions of copies of the same five books. <laughs> and also it is to note that Vilma is a very strong woman because she picked up two stacks of at least 20 books each off of a ladder and held them and without holding herself on the ladder, picked them up and put them on the counter. She's extremely capable. That's why she got hired for that I job. I was watching. It was like, oh yeah, this yeah. is a cartoon. Cause... Well, <laughs> what? Velma's like what? Four, she, eight? To be fair, yeah. Velma is like a tiny, she's tiny, tiny. Girl. Um, And she's not the character of the group that's known for being like the muscle. True. She's the brainy girl. She's the one that always sees all the clues. She's about facts as opposed to like well, Fred's, um, hypothesis. If you Fred know. could even be that in a weird way, he's not even the muscle. Well, so according to like stuff that I found online, like Fred and Daphne, their relationship, at least in the original cartoon. Let me see if I get this correct. Fred was the uh, the one that really believed in ghosts, and Daphne was the skeptic one. And in this cartoon, they flipped it. Fred believed in ghosts in the cartoon. Yeah, that's weird. And they flipped it in this in the in the in this 1998 film. What? They flipped it so that Daphne really wanted to see a ghost, and Fred was kind of like, "Ah, eh, it's not a thing." But then that's not even consistent with the cartoon, the, the characters that. That's so dumb. Yeah, I don't that's know why so they did dumb. that. So dumb, like. Uh, I, I hated, I hated any time these two spoke was just like, nothing's happening. There's nothing interesting. Well, I feel like that was more so with Fred. At least Daphne's character was moving the plot along. Like, she's the reason why they got to this island to begin with. She's the one who was very pushy with, um, what's her name? Simone, the owner of this plantation on this island. Like, she was kind of pushy to get onto the island and to, to make it part of her film, her documentary film that she's trying to put together because she wants to find ghosts. So I feel like she's moving the plot along, at least. Disagree. Uh, uh, Fred is the one who you know invites... What? That is your right, because this is a free country. America! I will tell you, Fred is the one who thought to bring the gang back together. Um, the He was the one who was hitting on the girl who invited them to Zombie Island. They were both hitting on people. They were, yeah, that's why that's I was confused. The, the, Daphne uh, and Fred, I was like, are they together? Are they in an open relationship? You know what I mean? 
Do you know what he means? Write in and let us know. Um, I just, just put like, a thumbs up in the comments. <laughs> do one of these. Um, no, uh, uh, all I'm saying is, other than I can make kind of a claim that Fred moves along the plot, I don't think Daphne does anything. Because you think once Fred moves the plot? At the beginning, and then Velma's the one who, Only like, because he gets the things. group together, but they also don't show how he does it. Well, no. But, but that's because they didn't give him a conflict for him to, to fix, to get them together. They, there is con- they're on a zombie island. They're ghosts. What more conflict do you need? No, I'm talking about getting the group together to begin with. That's all he did. That's what he did. That and then he hit on a girl, and she was like, come back to Zombie Island. And he well, was, she like, was like, okay. The girl was also like, I gave you the best room. Oh, yeah. That's so, it's so right? weird. Like, he's like, hey. Fr- uh, no, but the, wait, uh, hold on. We're, going, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The, okay, this movie honestly was <sighs> kind of infuriating for me in a lot of ways. Uh, all I'll say hilarious. is this. Velma um, is typically the one who solves the mystery. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't solve anything. She just notices a few things. Um, doesn't solve a mystery. Spoiler. And then Scooby and Shaggy are legitimately Useless. the worst. They are the worst people. They're the worst person dog uh, pair. They don't care about anyone. They just no. care about themselves and food and eating. And I think it makes sense that like all they get the, in the way the whole well, time. All the horrible stuff happens to happens them. to them, and nobody cares. And I they think still that's don't why. believe them. Yeah. And so my thing is like. I have a theory that perhaps the animators, it was like an inside thing, and that maybe as adults they understood it more, that maybe these two were potheads, and that his friends in the group understood that Scooby and Shaggy were so high most of the time that any time they thought they saw something, they were probably just high, but they're not going to say that in a cartoon. Imagine if they come over and they're like, hey guys, we saw a ghost! Right, that's how he sounds. Jesus. And then Daphne would be like, oh, you're high. <laughs> Your impressions... I don't think I don't know if you've ever done impressions on this show before. It's amazing so. that you're like, guys, today's the day. Impressions. This guy, at least five of them. Ooh, um, that's good. That's good. Um, you know what it is? This cartoon's like very like. This is a voice. It's like everyone's like very specific. Man. It's like, yeah. sp- like, oh, I love well, it. Well, I also don't think that the the uh, mystery ink. The, the 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 Scooby Gang. I don't think they match this movie. So that was kind of my that was my main overall issue. Oh, with the this world movie. that they created for them. Yeah. yeah, these are still characters that they have torn out of the '70s cartoon. Not very deep. Just kind of like, yeah. I mean, they're always hungry, and she solves a mystery, and these two are useless. Like, I wrote that's down. It. I said uh, the worst supernatural uh, investigation team <laughs> ever. No, that's not true because Velma is capable. Yeah, she but she's a one-woman show. Well, she belongs on Buffy. Totally. She does belong on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, she, in a weird way, is or kind of like... maybe she could show up in Sabrina. Well, she's like the Willow character, right? Right. Isn't Hanna-Barbera a Sabrina Teenage Witch comic? No, that's Archie, Archie. Comics. Oh, kidding. Yeah, Just yeah. kidding. Um, so, I... <sighs> <clears throat> the world itself, like, they have definitely made an effort to kind of make it, like, more real, you know, heightened cool. stakes, like... The animation's a little more graphic. Yeah, I mean, it, exactly. And it's like, it's a bit darker. Like, like the blacks are deeper, right? The The blacks and the, you know, like, the the low lights and the highlights. <laughs> you got so nervous. Yeah, a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. It's the internet. Oh, my God. Um, no, but, you know, like, like I'm sorry. So the, oh, God. I just really the derailed The shadows it. are deeper. They I'll are. Say that all, much. all the colors are more, yeah. Yeah. And so the, the thing is, like, and 
just again, spoiler alert, like there were actual zombies and actual ghosts in this. This is their <gasps> first time meeting like actual, you know, supernatural and stuff. Were cats. And oh, were cats. I call them were cats. Jesus. They're not called were cats. People call them cat creatures online. I call them were cats. The thing is, like they don't, they still match a world that is just like, oh, everything is just like a mask on a stupid person. That's yeah. it, you know? Well, I felt like the, so the, the cartoon animation, the world that they created for this mystery ink group, incorporated group to come into the, it reminded the graphic nature of the animation reminded me of the opening sequence of Thundercats where the villain is like kind of flailing in the air and his, his rib ribbons and stuff, the mummy part where he's kind of Mum coming Ra. apart. Mumra. Yeah. He's like coming apart and it's like pretty graphic for a cartoon. Mm -hmm. That's what that reminded me of. So like mm -hmm. during the transformations, during the, the um, zombie stuff where they're kind of coming apart, like, I was like, that's pretty graphic, but they don't match the cartoons. It's yeah. almost like watching Space Jam, but it's like a double cartoon as opposed to cartoons being a human world. It's like two different cartoons being smashed together. I think that sometimes you have like, uh, uh, you know, like an existing property where um, you have a choice, right? Like we're going to we're going to bring back, um, let's say, I don't know, Chip and Dale we brought we brought up um, mm -hmm. last week. So we're going to bring back Chip and Dale. Who are we making this for? Are we making for yeah, it for kids here and now or the original fans who have since grown up? And I don't think they decided that like at the beginning of this. I think no. there were there were two different ideas and they kind of go off in kind of two different places. Um, so right off the bat, you're kind of just like, I don't, I don't really know like what I'm watching. I wish that the um, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer gang was in this instead. It would make more sense. Like if this was an animated sense. Sabrina film, it would make total sense. Yeah. And it would work. I mean, it would still be ridiculous towards the end, but it would work. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So he gets they, the band together. Yeah. They uh, aren't finding anything. And they go to New Orleans. Go to New Orleans. And this is where I got pissed. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. No, not pissed like angry. But I was just a little disappointed because you have a cartoon that for a lot of kids, if I'm watching as a child... This is maybe my first introduction to New Orleans, and is, it is, I would say, an important part of American history and as far as, like, culture. And they show this kind of pale interpretation of what the city looked like. They show a, a little bits of the streets, and they are the cleanest streets I've ever seen. Not to say that New Orleans is dirty all the time, but there's grit, there's history, there's dust, you know? There's, it's um, not gritty, because it's not dirty, but it's like... I don't know. You can feel that there's history there. This felt like a matte painting that mm -hmm. someone did in watercolor, but they didn't put any of the flair that New Orleans had. And then they're like, oh, New or Daphne says at one point, oh, New Orleans has some of the best food in the entire country. And then they show Scooby and Shaggy running up to a stall for food. And they say, oh, here's a po' boy. The po' boy looks like it's a sub from Quiznos. Oh, yeah. It's like a bologna sandwich. That's all it is. Nobody, none of the animators Even knew they were doing was, a po' boy. He immediately said, that's not a po' boy. Yeah. I've had I've had a po' boy. Like, that was that not is a po' boy. Not it. So the gang are all together, and they are invited by a random woman in the city of New Orleans. Who's got the hots for Fred? Who's got the hots for Fred to go to Moon's, her employer's house? She Moonscar Moonscar Island. She is just like, hey, um, come to my boss's house, like that. It's just like, okay. And it's she just haunted. heard them on the street. She doesn't yeah. know them. They could have been like some frat party sorority group that's like trying to get their gang party. I always said something bad. <laughs> get the gang party. 
Cocaine. <laughs> a um, gang party together. <laughs> you know, those gangs. Um, uh, they get to the island. They meet like a fairy boat man who is voiced by... <laughs> His I want name to is sure. Jacques. His name is Josh. Jacques, is the fairy man. by Jim Cummings, who uh, did Monterey Jack mm-hmm. and Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. and Tigger and mm-hmm. Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, a ton. A He's ton. the voice of the 90s for a lot of for animated Disney films. Disney especially. So it's kind of cool <clears> to see him <throat> pop up and like, oh, it's not Disney. Yeah. And um, I'm sure he did a lot of small roles all over the place. But yeah. his main roles in the meat of it and still to this day, he still does all the voices are, you know, yeah. the, the Disney characters. Yeah. Um, uh, we meet a fisherman who is just like trying to catch Voiced a by... catfish. That's Mark Hamill, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mark Hamill does a voice for this. This fisherman character is so unbelievably unnecessary. Like, they don't even uh, uh, find him. They don't even suspect him at any point. Like, he just is, like, the texture of New Orleans. They do say when they're... So so when the gypsy lady invites him, they take a ride on Jacques' boat. And when they're crossing the water, they run into this fisherman. (laughs) When he says gypsy lady, this is just, like, the, the house maid. She's, like... She looks... She's like got black hair, uh, you know, like all of low skin. budget Esmeralda from but Disney. But yeah, she's got like a red. Hang- Big it hoops. Is, actually, it is like like affordable cosplay of Esmeralda. Aww. It is. Um, so they're crossing the, the, the water. Cross the water. Mark uh, Hamill appears. Yeah, he's the fisherman. He wants plays, that catfish. Plays no part in this. Get it? There's and a then, cat. Cats. Get then, it? There's like a that. lot of cats in the island. The team Scooby does freak say, out. "Isn't he a little weird?" That's what they the do fisherman? Say. Yeah, they do say stuff That's like it. that. That's it. That's all. Just to make you feel like, oh, and maybe he's just like, like he pops up randomly when they're like running around the island, and it's tossing Scooby and yeah, Shaggy around, and he keeps like almost catching this catfish, and like every time, like Scooby just whacks into him. It's like, why are you here? Go away. Why are you on the island? Yeah. You don't live here. Why is he there? He's like, um, what do they call it? A uh, misdirection. I feel, but, but it was like really badly done. Not even. It's like, just th- like it was like you were trying to bring our attention to him to maybe think that he was the culprit, but it was very badly done. I just he plays no part in this, and he's got a pig. Um, a hog. Oh, and then just to finish out the cast of characters, there's a gardener who's an asshole. There is um, hey, the... but the gardener's hot. Oh, and his name is Bo. Yeah, Daphne finds him to be very attractive. Yeah, and Fred finds the. Uh, housemates be very attractive. That's all they do in this movie. Um, and then the woman who owns the house, who has a really bad, not Cajun accent, French accent. Her name is Simone. That's it. Those are all the characters. You know what's more important than that, though? Legitimately anything. She's the voice of Catwoman in Batman animated series. Oh, she is. Oh, Wait, he just climaxed. That, wasn't that Adrian Barbeau? Correct. Yeah, Adrian Correct. Barbeau. Yeah, so she played Catwoman in Batman animated series. Word. Um, uh, much better than this garbage. Um, <laughs> so once they get to the island, I mean, like, what's what more do you say about the plot? Uh, some ghost stuff starts happening. The typical, yeah. All of a sudden, zombies start showing up out of nowhere, and then they're running around they're trying to solve the mystery. Um, and then they get captured. You find out that the woman who owns the house and her housemaid and the fairy guy are immortal cat werewolf what'd you say oh werecats werecats and so they have a gang here to steal their souls and extend their immortality longer and you find out that the zombies and the ghosts are actually good guys trying to warn the scooby gang away from the island to save them but to be fair 
the werecat people are like anti-heroes as well. No, they're oh, ah. their backstory. See, they, well, see? Uh, but here's the here's the thing. No one's a true villain in this. Well, again. because so their backstory just to get get it kind of in and out of there. Like the the backstory of the the wet care pe- <laughs> where cat coo cat, uh, the were cats really cat coo cat. The were cats. <clears throat> The leader, I'm guessing, Simone, they were like, I want to say like a pilgrim group of people that have found th- that found this island, that had found this island. <laughs> what was that? Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know who I am. <sighs> do you need somebody to do all of your accents? Don't hire Jim Cummings. Hire this guy. <laughs> I'm coming for your job. He's coming for you, Jim Cummings. Uh, oh, I'm winning the food. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we gotta stay on it. Focus. So the uh, werecats, yeah. they were like, um, I want to say maybe early 1800s. They were there. They're settlers. They're, they're settlers. They're they came to this island. That's the big word. Settlers, mm-hmm. vocab word. Uh, they were on the island. Pirates come. Are yeah. And um, moon uh, pirate captain Moonscar. Moonscar. Because he's got a scar <clears throat> that's the shape of a Moonscar moon island. Yeah. Well, he basically pillaged and destroyed this group which is kind of like a scary little scene because they basically sequestered or pushed all of the village people into the water into and then by you into the bayou and <laughs> uh and then so uh, and then alligators come and eat them yeah, alligators eat all of their pilgrim That's, group. I um, knew it was like that. Oh, it's gruesome. Mind you, um, these uh, settlers pray to like a cat god. And I don't so, know why. They didn't say why, they right? D- they just like, they just, that's their religion. They just decided. Yeah. And so yeah. like they, uh, they kill everyone. Then all of a sudden it's only um, uh, Madame Lubo, a gypsy woman. I don't know her name. And I don't think you can say that in 2020. <laughs> gypsy. Yeah. What do you call them? Well, okay. When we say gypsy, the way they dress her is like that kind of stereotypical gypsy. We're talking in terms of characteristically stereotyped. Yeah. That's what it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Cartoons work in stereotypes. It's a cartoon. By you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Cartoons work in stereotypes. They do. Yeah, true. Um, and so they pray to Cat God. Cat God makes them wear cats, and then they kill cat all the pirates. Cat God makes them wear um, And then every like so often they have to kill. But then like, they find out because the and... Cat God helped them, they now owed the Cat God a debt to live forever. Well, they're cursed as well. They just say they were like, cursed, and we didn't know we're cursed as well. Yeah. Like, and but so you, they you, seemed like disappointed, but not. Yeah, you're like, you, and then they're like, but we want to live forever now. They never said also, why they want to live forever. Well, the other thing is, they seem to be able to transform whenever they want at yeah. will. So, how are you cursed? Oh, that is fair. They can live and it's out not in the real acted world. by a moon, it's not no. like anything. Like, they have to get um, the souls of people at a certain time, uh, but. It seems like they can just transform. They've got voodoo powers as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Which voodoo had nothing to do with gypsies, and voodoo had nothing to do with the cat god. I mean, they they cram a lot of stuff into this movie. They're just like, oh, New Orleans. Okay. Uh, Werecats, voodoo, uh, ghosts, zombies, uh, bayou, alligators, pig, Mark Hamill. It's like Netflix Sabrina. Kind of. I mean, just yeah, kind put of. it all in there. It's also like Buffy. Like, okay, and it'll be what like next? True Blood. Add some fairies. Totally. I mean, like, look, it's it's not the first thing to do it. It won't be the last. Um, be the last time we watch this, it, though. It creates texture for the movie. True. 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 Which they miss with, and it's not you know, unwatchable. Yeah. Um. But it's just like, 
Oh God, I don't know. It just it gets to be again. It if I think if you had if this if this wasn't a Scooby Doo movie, if this was like an animated Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, I would I would be down. It'd be for great. It. But because it's the Scooby Doo gang, and they are just still so so like caught in their ways and they have not been updated whatsoever it just doesn't match like when you yeah. have like the end scene you know Sorry. and like the werecats come out and like i mean as you said like the transformations are kind of graphic they're cool like yeah they're done really well it just is like this is not for this movie one of the one of the most jarring points in it where you realize that whole situation you're talking about like the the clashing of those two worlds is w- during one of the million times that Scooby and Shaggy are being chased around. Um, I think it might've been the first time they encountered a, a, a zombie. At one point, Scooby is getting kind of bounced around and he gets his nose squished and it does an accordion. accordion. Mm. Like his nose literally turns into an accordion like you would see in a very old kind of, um, what do they call those like cartoons where like they're beating each other up? What were they called? I don't kind know. Kind of like Roadrunner, Tomcat, those chase type cartoons. Are you talking about Japanese anime porn? No. <laughs> but there are certain ones where like so like um like if a cartoon got hurt, they would be knocked in yeah. the head with an anvil and their body would go like this, like an accordion. Sure. Well that happened to his nose. And I'm like, but hmm? Are you gonna tell me that that's gonna happen to like Simone or Daphne? Like yeah. I mean, it just didn't fit the world that they had created because the world as real as it could be for a cartoon was much realer and more grounded than the actual group was. Yeah. And I think that is something, I mean, again, I haven't seen it in a while. I really do want to rewatch it. I think that is in certain ways, maybe they did that in the James Gunn movies. He, I'm curious. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to go back and rewatch it. I would actually like to see Scoob just to see if they kind of found balance with, you know, kind of like, like have a world that makes sense for the characters. They did that with the um, the new Adams Family movie, I think. Oh, I love the you new Adams Family like, movie, uh, the animated one that yeah. just came out. Yeah, even though the live action ones uh, were great, uh, except original. for their sequels. Well, uh, just watch the two with Raul Julia. Adams Family and Adams, Adams Family, Family Values. Values. Yes, those are the two that you watch, along with this animated one that came out. Uh, but that's to say, they took these core characters, the Adams family, and they wanted to make it closer to the uh, original comics. And so they were like, cool, let us build a world around them that makes sense to them, right? Mm-hmm. They did not do that with this movie. They just said, oh, we need to make this a little bit more real. Okay, but then just stick the you know, right. Scooby gang in there. Like, it just, I don't know. Yeah. It kind of like in certain ways seemed like lazy writing. There was like no real direction. It just was like, you get to the end, you're just like, oh, thank God this is over. Because I just, I can't do, I just, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I was like fighting sleep for a second there. Yeah, how is this movie where they're always running around, like also kind of boring? Because there's no, uh, they're not solving anything as they go. So like, I think that's part of the problem too, is that as they're trying to solve the mystery of these ghosts, at the same time discover them, because Daphne is dying to see a real ghost. Um, Her they, they are not, <laughs> they're not, discovering anything as they go along instead you keep getting cut away from the house where the ghost stuff phenomenons are happening being taken outside to scooby and shaggy being chased around by zombies and eating things and getting thrown around basically and then running back to the game saying i saw this and they go no you did it and they go and then 
Well, no, I think, I think they do actually believe them. Like, I remember there's a point where like, um, they're like, oh, we saw a zombie. And then we saw the, the, uh, gardener uh, and Velma's like, what were you doing? <laughs> and honestly, everyone's like, a suspect. This character who just the resolution of the movie out of nowhere is like, I'm a detective and I'm working undercover. That was awful. So stupid. But like truly when Velma was like, what were you doing? I would have been like, who are you? Are You're not the police. Get out of my face. I would have been like, you I'm, go Velma. This is my job. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm in a crown to damn you. again, Velma does not solve anything. I still like this her. Movie. Out like, of the whole group, I like Velma. Sure. She's the best character. Transfer her to a different group. Um, but like, they don't do anything in this movie. They don't. They just all of a sudden are like, oh, at the end, like werewolves, which happens out of nowhere. This the, is making me sad because I really wanted to like this movie. I Oh, granted, yeah. no. I like the movie. I don't like the Scooby group in the movie. Yeah, true. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because I, I don't mind the the supernatural aspects of it. I don't mind the island and the zombies. I don't mind any of that. I don't even mind the stupid cat god thing. It's just that <laughs> that, for me, doesn't match the Scooby-Doo group. Yeah. No, this is true. Um, I mean, we have gone on and on about it. Like the movie doesn't, the movie doesn't make sense in that way. Um, uh, unfortunately, the only other thing we didn't really bring up is that the soundtrack is memorable. I still remember, I actually remembered all of the songs from this movie still. Oh, wow. Um, I think they had two movies kind of like that. It was that. And then I think the follow-up was like with like a witch rock group. Uh, and for some reason, the song they sing is Wait, just trapped the movie? in here. Yeah, they did like another you know funny? movie. <clears throat> the first uh, review on IMDb, someone mentions that they love Zombie Island, and mm-hmm. it's like second to the that witch one. So yeah. which, the witch movie, whatever one you're talking about, is one that they reference, a lot of people reference. I guarantee you any person who like grew up with this movie probably knew the other one as well. And that song that I'm uh, uh, referencing is rattling around in their head right now. Um, definitely nope yeah but um that's really it uh did you have any any special trivia about this movie that we didn't really go into oh okay so this was something that bugged me and then it was uh brought to my attention on imdb in their little trivia section so in the in in the movie scooby-doo is chasing cats for 75 percent of the film this uh, obviously the island has a ton of cats it's a cat god and you have were cats but he's chasing these cats around the entire time tearing this place apart and I was trying to think, why is this annoying me? And then I saw in trivia that it turns out this was the first time ever that Scooby is depicted as showing aggression towards another animal. Really? Which is why at the very end of the movie, they clip in a, a like a cre- uh, before credits scene, maybe I would I guess you would call it like a little clip of him making friends with the cats at the very end of the movie. Hmm. Like where they're being nice to each other. I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, like you don't really want like Scooby-Doo who is an innocent in a lot of ways. Like he and Shaggy are both innocents, even though I find them to be the absolute worst representations um, of any kind of creature. Uh, Yeah. I I don't remember Scooby-Doo really being aggressive. They're both cowardly. They're both like children in ways. Um, Yeah. Yeah. They are are the children of the group. Okay. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that I, it bothered me and it was just interesting that I found that out that this was the first time. Also didn't know this really random. Did you know Casey Kasem was the voice of Scooby originally? Yes. I think that is okay. what I... No, wasn't he the voice of Shaggy? 
I mean, according to this, Scooby. Oh, I could be wrong. It's or funny. maybe. Oh wait, no wait. Oh no, it is Shaggy. Just kidding. Knew it. Sorry. Yeah, I, so yeah, he's a yeah. voice of Shaggy. And then Shaggy, when I guess they went to go do this film, they changed him because um, he refused to do this movie because they didn't make Shaggy vegetarian. According to IMDb trivia. Huh. Because Casey Kasem is vegetarian. He said, oh, Shaggy's eating a lot in this film, and I'd really love for him to be vegetarian because I am vegetarian now. Yeah. I mean, they do. They <clears throat> make it a point to, like, feature, uh, even though... They say this, crayfish instead well, of crawfish. Well, all, that's the thing. They have crawfish in it. They have po' boys, even though they're not po' boys. They have gumbo. They made it a point to, like, add that kind of texture to New Orleans. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. I think you would... Like yeah. make the actor happy, but it's not a good representation. Yeah. Um, so in this, okay. Billy West does the voice of Shaggy. Well, that's actually similar to in Scoob, this movie. Um, Matthew Lillard, who I mean, Matthew Lillard is my Shaggy. Like he was oh. so good. <laughs> my Shaggy. Yo, shout out to Matthew Lillard. That guy is so good, and we do not see nearly enough of He's him. He's never going to see this. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'll say it. Okay. Him and Scream. Meryl, Meryl, will no, you see this video? Care. You know what? Call Screw him. Screw Meryl Streep. Matthew Lillard is a better actor than Meryl Streep. This might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but all I'm saying is this. A little? The end of Scream. I don't want to say a spoiler for Scream. Watch the end of Scream and watch him um, on the phone. Are you gonna tell my oh, yeah, That's mom? really funny. That's Is really good. So good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I love Matthew Lillard, and I'm sad that Matthew Lillard's funny and he's good. Scoop, right. Shaggy and Scoop. Anyway, um, yeah, oh, that's man. it. Uh, we revisited Scooby Doo Zombie Island. Uh, Do as you always, regret it? Mm, as always, no, I don't regret it. I'm glad that we got to rewatch it. Will I rewatch it again? No. Would I show it to a kid? I have more hope that this new movie would actually be better and more kid friendly in a lot of ways. Yeah, I don't know. That's my take. I mean, like, interesting to see now now that we watch this. I want to see the Tim Tim Gunn, (laughs) the Tim Gunn one, the James Gunn Scooby Doo movie. Definitely Tim Tim Gunn from Project Runway. Yeah. Hello, monsters. Hello, uh, Scooby Gang. That's my impression for the uh, the episode. Make it um, work, guys. Uh, thank you so much for either watching or listening. Um, if they want to follow, what is it, Matt? What do they do? No, no, that's no, not you. What is it? You what do. do they do? Oh my god! If you want to, well, please. Um, if you have anything you'd like to share, please comment below. And if you like this video, go ahead and hit the like button. If you didn't like it, just click to the next video. And if you would like to see more from us, please subscribe. Please give us a comment. Let us know what you'd like to watch, what you agree with, what you disagree with. We want to hear from you. But always remember, it's a free country. Wow. That was pretty good. You, do you, have that written? you don't have that written down. That's no. pretty good. All right. Well, that's better than anything I could do. Oh, uh, I'm the next Oprah. No. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, tune in next week. We'll be covering something else. As always, thank you so much. And goodbye. <laughs>